Welcome to a special main event edition of In the Fight, uh, a Sports Talk Philly partner, sportstalkphilly.com, at sportstalkphl on Twitter. Uh, presented, as always, by Michael's Glass Company, serving the Philadelphia Tri-State area since 1978, 215-338-3293. Tell them Mike and Brett sent you, and follow us, as always, on social media, at In the Fight Show. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, which we are now launching. It is going to be in the show notes here and on our social media as well. We are going to be joined here in a matter of moments by Rufus Sports, Lenny Rufati. Four and two professional MMA fighter. I've known Lenny for a long time. I coached Lenny uh, as a youth. I, I, I laugh. I like to say I helped develop him into what he is today, but that's not really true. Uh, but it was a, he was a part of a group of kids that I coached football when I thought I was going to be a football coach, and it's really awesome to see what he's doing, see how he has developed into a mixed martial artist. Uh, Brett, I'm excited for this. Oh, this is going to be awesome. You know, I, I was able to uh, catch some of Lenny's footage, um, you know, through various uh, YouTubing and whatnot, doing my research, and look, the guy can he can scrap. It, it, it's fun to watch. This is uh, this is someone who you know, with a few more wins, uh, I I definitely see him being able to get to Bellator UFC, and it's awesome that it's someone who is from the area, not only from the area, but someone who you interacted with. And yeah, look, you, I mean, maybe you can't take credit for completely who he is right now, but you were obviously an important part and an integral part of his development and. Uh, yeah, he obviously thinks highly enough of you to talk to us now. That that is true. That is true. And I'll tell you what, man, Lenny, Lenny's family, Lenny is of Albanian descent, and his family makes a mean pizza and a great sandwich. We're gonna get into that. I'm I don't know if I'm more excited to talk about his fighting or his food. Uh but but uh, nonetheless, I'm excited. Let's bring Lenny in, and we're this is gonna be great. This is our first we had Greg Rubin. Pro wrestling referee to the stars, but professional MMA fighter. I'm honored to bring Lenny on as our first MMA guest. Let's bring him in from Wisconsin, Rufus Sports, Lenny Rufati. Welcome to a special main event of In the Fight. I am Michael Lipinski. I am joined on camera, as you see, by Brett Halpern. And we are also joined by Lenny Rufati, professional fighter out of Rufus Sport and you're officially in Wisconsin now, right, Lenny? Yeah, yeah. I moved two years ago. At Pride of uh, Cherry Hill High School West, and we are thrilled to have you on the program. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to join us to talk a little bit uh, about mixed martial arts and your journey, your journey to pro fighting. I mean, it's pretty cool from someone who coached you when you were a young impressionable child <laughs> where, nice where you are yeah. no, man, I, this is awesome so lenny i gotta ask before we get into the the mma journey what was it like to have mike as a coach uh he, he was uh, i remember he's very enthusiastic i remember he, he he cared and he knew i was lost in the sauce so he always tried to help me i was a lot of those kids they did uh you know uh football in middle school i never did my first year was ever playing football was freshman i'm not the, exactly the fastest learner so he caught no. on that quick but i was very enthusiastic so i think he appreciated it he's very yeah. helpful 
Absolutely. The first the first time I saw Lenny, we were in. I don't even think everyone was in pads yet. I think it was like a summer practice. And here's this kid just dropping f bomb after f bomb. And I'm like, what is wrong with this kid? And, you know, I, I went over and I said something to him, and I walked back like, oh, that's Lenny. I'm like, I, I kind of like him. I kind of like him. And they're like, okay. And and yeah. it's true. I, I mean, Lenny was great. Yeah, you had to say things a couple times. But but dedicated. It, he was one. Of, he was one of my favorite guys. There's a lot of guys on that team that I uh, I coached. And that man, that's a long time ago. But uh, one of the guys uh, I really appreciate and I enjoyed coaching. And I'm glad to see you doing well. Thank you, brother. No, we had a great team. If you remember, we went nine and one that year. That was like yeah. awesome. We went. Yeah. We had a great year. And then, like every other Cherry Hill West team, from freshman year to senior year, things just fall off. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. You know, I think you're, I think you're doing, I think you're doing all right for yourself. You know, we don't have to rehash that. Uh, <laughs> let, let's get into it. Uh, what got you into this journey to become a professional fighter? What got you into mixed martial arts? Well, that's a great question. Well, you know, uh, in life, sometimes you hit a bump in the road and unexpected things occur. And then you got to do something to keep yourself busy and happy. And someone suggested to me that I try MMA. They're like, you might actually like it. Uh, I literally, I called at the time I was living in, uh, in um, Pennsylvania in uh, Chester County. And uh, somebody, a friend of mine, coworker of mine told me, he's like, you should check out this place. It's about 40 minutes away it's called method mma in maryland which is on the border of pa in uh maryland i called them up i'm like hey guys i just want to know what i got i was 240 pounds of fat by the by the way i'm five nine so i was like hey guys i just want to try just put me in the cage with a pro fighter i'll sign a waiver i don't care they're like this is a death wish but okay i signed the waiver i got in there he dude whooped my ass and he you know his you know he had to stop himself from knocking me out uh, you know, I had years of experience. That was my first thing ever. He's like, but you're tough. Like, so that's the start. I'm like, all right. They didn't think I was going to ever come back. And I, I came back every day. And I was, uh, you know, where we, we had that guy cornered me like all my fights after nearly knocking me out. We're like best friends. Yeah, we keep in touch. He's in Maryland. I'm in Wisconsin now. But no, that's how that's how the story started. They're like, nobody does what you did as in call a freaking gym, ask to get beat up and then not not come most people they don't come back you came back and then you know one year of fighting i was like a six and oh with three knockouts so that was the best amateur on the on the east coast for welterweights for a little while that's pretty awesome so when yeah. you started which of the, which aspect of mma did you sort of take to first well at first i liked you know I, they told me i punch hard so i'd like yeah. oh yeah i'm a striker i like i like punching uh you know they called me left hook Lenny. So, so I was like, that's what I like. But my coach is like, nah, you know, you're, you know, you're short for the weight class. You're, you're safer on the floor. We're more, you know, we're more of a jiu-jitsu school anyway. So I had the, the power in the hands and then uh, takedowns. Uh, but I think my favorite aspect of MMA is wrestling, which I wish I freaking wrestled in high school. I never did. I should have. Uh, I thought it was too complicated at the time. But no, yeah. I love just freaking grabbing a guy and taking him down and going to work. That's what it, I like. It's funny you say that. You wish you would have wrestled in high school. I, I feel like there's a, a certain age group of people, uh, maybe our age, you know, a little bit older than you, obviously, to your age, where MMA wasn't what it is now. 
So it didn't have necessarily the popularity. I can tell you if MMA was a little bit more popular and I understood it more when I was a, uh, in high school at Cherry Hill West, I know I would have wrestled just right. to, to, get, to get a base of it. I, I think there's a lot of people like that. So it's interesting that you're, you're more of an MMA fighter. You don't have the wrestling background. Oh, you don't have a boxing background or anything like that. You're a true mixed martial artist. Uh, you you were at Method that. MMA. You, you, you did well there. Uh, talk about the move out to, to the Midwest and what led you to Rufus Sport, other than the obvious that it's Rufus Sport. All right. But, but, but before that, it's funny that you said, because when we graduated in 06, you know, Victor, Ricky, Nick, and all them, and Matt Moran, you remember those guys, they were so big in the UFC, and they still are. They knew all the fighters, first names, last names. And I'm, I remember thinking, man, this is stupid. They're just like killing each other like animals. <laughs> and now they come watch me fight. They get tickets for me to come watch me fight. It's unreal, dude. And those guys, uh, you know, I love them very much. They come to all my fights in Jersey because they're, you know, they're still in Jersey. So, but anyway, so the reason why I moved, I was doing great at Method MMA. I, I you know that to this day, they're like my brothers. The reason why I moved to Wisconsin is because, you know, I'm a little uh, old fashioned, traditional. My father and my sister, out of the blue, bought two businesses out in Wisconsin, and they just decided to restart everything. And I'm like, oh, that's crazy. I'm not going out there. There's nothing but, you know, cheese. <laughs> so, And then I hear, oh, wait a minute. They're less than an hour away from Duke Rufus, which is one of, you know, the most famous MMA gyms in the world. Anthony Pettis, Tyron Woodley, both MMA champs. I'm like, I'd be crazy not to live at my parents for free and just – train all day every day yeah. I'll, I'll drive an hour back and forth if i have to you know and that's what i did and i, I put my all into it and I, st I started off great and i'm I'm doing good again uh, i started off three and oh now i'm i'm four and two if i can go get on another good win streak win my next two or three who knows what could happen maybe you know maybe contender series or something i don't know yeah i'm 32 so the clock is ticking so i'm not I'm not old, but I'm not young, so uh, I want to get as many fights as I can immediately. It's so to go, not helping. Yeah, absolutely. So go, to, to go back a few steps, so you said when you got to Method MMA, you were 240 pounds of fat, which, by the way, is probably still better than me. But anyways, um, you know, so how long did it take you to get – Did you was your first amateur fight at welterweight? Yeah, so it, basically, it was actually a it was a New Jersey weird weight class. It was one eighty two, but it was same day weigh ins. So if I were okay. to cut, it'd be welterweight. So yeah. pretty much, I've always been a welterweight ever since. Um, but yep. because it was amateur at the time, they had only same day weigh ins because they didn't want us to cut weight for you know to be safe or whatever. Now, under normal sir, under normal non COVID circumstances, how yeah. much do what do you normally walk around at if you're not in fight camp? Right, COVID, COVID fucked me up. Let me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, you know. um, so I, I walk since I fight seventy. I'm very happy and healthy at ninety five. Okay. Yeah. And so, on the day of the fights, so your way in. I mean, I can't imagine doing that cup, but you guys, it's amazing the way you guys are able to do it on the, the day of the, um, of the fight after you rehydrate. Do you get all the way back up to ninety five, or are you a little bit yeah, lighter? No. So about 190. You okay. Weighing at 170, wow. I put on a good 15 to 20 pounds. Wow, that that's amazing. That's yeah. I didn't I, know. I didn't know any of this existed until I got involved in this uh, crazy world. Yeah. <laughs> but you gotta really, really want it. 
you got to not mind getting hit in the face and you got to not mind starving every now and then. Basically, you just have to love it. Otherwise, there's no way you can, um, you know, you can do it because, I mean, come on, there's a lot of risk involved. But Yeah, absolutely. It really does take some willpower on your end because your family is in the restaurant business. Yeah, One of the best chicken sandwiches I've ever had is the Lenny Special from Plaza <laughs> in Cherry Hill, which, by the way, I believe is back in your in your family's hands, correct? Yeah, so as soon as I settle here in Wisconsin, get all happy, Dory. Um, and then I, all of a sudden, my dad decides to up and he's like, oh, they're selling it. My old employee that I sold it to, he's selling it. So I'm going to go back there because I, I missed the place. I'm like, well, I can't just up and leave. Here I am. You know, I, I live with my girlfriend. We, you know, we met a little over a year ago. And she's also, you know, she's also training the fight. She was a, uh, a amateur boxing champ now she's switching over to mma and so i'm like i'm not gonna just up and leave now but i do fight in jersey so i can i can see my pops you know every time i go out there and eventually i'll probably move back just while i'm fighting i want to i want to stay here for now yeah so i gotta so what I, was on the what was on the lenny special back. so the lenny special <laughs> it was basically a sandwich i made up that i used to eat because i'm you know i'm very i was always a fat kid at heart it's basically a long roll yeah. You got chicken fingers, chicken fingers. You know, you put it on the long roll, and you got to dip the chicken fingers in hot and mild hot sauce, and American cheese. Very important, it's American cheese, and uh, okay. <laughs> and Mike loves it to this day. That's it. There's nothing. It's not fancy, but it's fantastic. Uh, it's, it sounds really good. <laughs> it's funny that you remember that, dude. That was oh my god, almost 20 years ago, 15 yeah. years ago. We used to get them all the time. The coaches would come in. I still go when I get it elsewhere. I, I'll I'll say to my wife, she's like, oh, what are you going to get? I'm going to get a Lenny special. What is that? I'm like, oh, buffalo sauce, mild sauce, American cheese. She's like, okay. That's it. Right. Yeah. I, I want to back up to, to Rufus Sport. Sure. We know there are a ton of high-quality champion fighters coming out of there. Is there anybody when you got there that you looked at and you said, I want to I want to mimic them. I want to be like them. Or did you kind of take a little bit from everybody and, and bring it together? Yeah, I mean, pretty much. I, I, I was kind of starstruck at first and like, you know, just like, oh, man, it'd be great to get to the level where they're at. But generally, I try to watch tape of guys that like to, um, you know, do what I like to do, punch hard and take down. That's my um, – generally speaking, that's my, my game plan. But anything could happen, you know. No, I, I looked up to a lot of guys, man. Like I said, I like I love Woodley's style because he, he comes actually from wrestling, so he actually knows how to wrestle properly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he's a threat, you know, uh, big threat. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, I, I was gonna, yeah, but Mike, this one's this one's you. You got to ask this one. So I, I saw you posted, uh, I believe, on your Instagram, Lenny, that you were you you were with your friend Phil Brooks, who. Uh, I, I marked out because I'm like, oh, I, I didn't even think about it. I'm like, that's right. CM Punk is a Rufus guy. Lenny is a yep. Rufus guy. Uh, I How is CM Punk a, as a fighter? Is he around you guys? He seems like from from what you have posted, like a cool dude. And there's stories in Super the rest. Super cool. Of Super that, humble. I imagine Look, all the money he made from WWE, he did not need to do you know ufc you know he just did it because he he loved it and out of uh, passionate most men in his position would not have the balls to do what he did you know what I, I, mean? so I, I commend him for just getting in in the cage uh you know because he had obviously a he's world famous the guy every time every time i do like a, an instagram pic with him or something 
people message me out of the woodwork from like China, everywhere. He's like, Hey, when's he coming back to wrestling? When's he coming? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Ask him. <laughs> uh, I don't know that he would answer that. But no, he's, he's awesome. He does train with us. He does. He likes to focus now on, on he likes to do a lot of jujitsu. We've sparred as well. Uh, he's big on jujitsu. He loves it. Uh, he's very good at it. You have actually done a few jujitsu tournaments, haven't you? I remember seeing that you've won yeah. a couple uh, grappling tournaments, jujitsu. Where are you as far as your, your level of jujitsu? What belt are you? And where do you see that going? Is it something that you might split off and do a little bit of that, focus on that a little bit more as well? Yeah, I mean, when 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 once I'm done getting hit in the face and you know <laughs> losing as many brain cells as I can possibly handle to lose, then I will probably just to stay in shape and not to get back to 240 pounds Lenny I'll just do jiu-jitsu until I'm old man G I, that I love that sport um it is uh, it is uh, you know the gentle art and honestly I'm proud to say 16 MMA fights between 10 amateur and six pro I've never been submitted I'm very uh good at um not getting submitted uh I haven't submitted anyone but I, I I fought some brown belts and they they didn't sub me or nothing I feel, I feel like I have really good defense with it I'm not the best at getting submissions but that's okay it's help for my fights it helps me get those uh, positions that i need to ground yeah. and pound or to control you know stuff like that do you have a favorite submission that you've ever pulled off you know in in, in training when you're rolling yeah well I, I pretty much do it almost every day i like to do i like to do from side control or crucifix and i like to do uh, the americana or the double wrist lock yeah it's it's a, it's a muscle move it's a strong man move you know it's nothing yeah. uh Nothing too complicated. That's what I like. So <laughs> that's uh, that's what I love. And my last fight, I actually won by doing the crucifix, by basically from side control, trapping his arm with my leg, and then just going to town on his face with my fist. And um, that's that's the nice easiest way to go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I like it. So uh, another thing I had to ask I, I, when I was looking up your fights. What is it like? So I know uh, the no nonsense Keith Peterson has ref your fights. Several of them. Yeah, he's he's uh, he announced basically one of my favorite fights ever when I knocked out a kid um, in the in the first round. That same kid, he was coming. He was becoming pros last year. He was uh, coming to pros. Very big uh, aspect. He was six and zero amateur with three knockouts. I was, I actually lost to him as an amateur, and then okay. I ended up beating him as. I ended up beating him as a pro. Uh, you know, I had my uh, change, you know, a few things up. I had my one year at Rufus Sport, and he was still at the same gym. So, um, not that you know any of that matters, but I felt I had good, I had good confidence. Yeah, I put him out, man. He had like two hundred, at least two hundred people there. Construction workers from Yonkers. He's in the union, so it was it was nuts, dude. Keep Pearson ref that fight, you know. So is he, I mean, you know, when he's giving instructions and stuff, is he, like, as serious as, as you know, like, uh, John Anik and all those guys talk about? Dude, on he's the, awesome. You know, yeah? He's awesome. He, he smokes freaking cigarettes, and then he comes out to, to ref a fight. Like, what the hell? He's out. He's cool. He's old school, man. He, uh, I think he also ref, yeah, he also ref my last one, too, the other night. So my two professional knockouts that I have, Keith Pearson was a guy. So he's, like, my good luck charm. So yeah, can you request him moving forward? Be like, hey, I have to. I'm going to bring my own personal referee now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's he, awesome. He's a man. You, you mentioned you talked about crowds and and how you you fought a guy that had a big union contingent. Uh, you're, you're Albanian. You have Albanian yeah. descent. I thoroughly enjoy seeing the 
the fan, the fandom that people follow you with, uh, I, I feel it's very, it's, it's a, it's a parochial thing, right? It's, it's, it's an ethnic thing. People get behind people of their own ethnicity and it is just really awesome to watch how everyone gets behind you. How, how does that make you feel? I mean, it's gotta Dude, get I'm shocked. I'm, I'm freaking shocked. I'm like, I don't, half of them, I don't even know them. Just because that we you know, obviously, just because we have the same bloodline or we represent the same flag, they love, love supporting me. Uh, half of them I do know because I have a lot of cousins that live in New York City, first cousins, and then they have kids and brothers and friends. And I'm blessed, man. I seriously, um, I'm very blessed that I have family and, and then they get the word out. Uh, I always bring a crowd to, to my fights, so, you know, around 100 people on average, maybe more, some, maybe less, you know. Um, no, I'm very grateful. That was the one time somebody brought more people than me was that kid I just talked to you about. Um, but and, and I ended up winning that too. But no, dude, I, I feel like I feel like if I lose, I let them down. So like it's even more pressure, but it's positive pressure. You know what I mean? It's positive pressure. And you, you hear them uh it's just unreal because when you know when times are, are rough. These sweet times remind you of uh, how good life can be, you know, and how life is a roller coaster. Yeah, absolutely. So have you, what do you have like a favorite uh, entrance song that you pick yeah. out? So what I do is uh, a lot of times I'll just change it for if it's from a movie I just watched or I like it. I never always stick with one. I always change it around stuff I, I like. I'll even play some Albanian folk music, man, to get the crowd. They, they hear that. Nice. You know, they go nuts. They love it. I did that in my last one and you, and you saw what happened. Um, so that, that's what I like to do. Have, have you ever been in the cage and one of your opponents picks a song and you're like, what What the hell is that? Like, I don't know, like whether it's, or it's really good. You're like, man, that's a good song to pick. Or like, are you yeah. like so in the zone that you don't even hear it? I Exactly. I'm usually so much in the zone. I'm just looking at him. I'm just like, okay, do I have my mouthpiece cup? Everything. All right, let's go. Uh, <laughs> only one time I remember a, a song from a guy uh, because it was really loud for some reason. I, and I was like, man, this song is actually awesome. I was, I was getting ready to dance to him. I'm like, wait, hold on. That's his song. Okay, uh, yeah. It was a Drake's. I uh, know it was um, a Kanye West champion. It was my first title fight. He was, uh, you know, we we're both undefeated at the time. He's my really good friend now, Andrew Johnson. Uh, we fought in Delaware. He was kicking my ass all five rounds. And then he just gassed out. I ended up getting a takedown. I got on top of him, ground and pound, and I won. I was like, holy shit balls. It was like the best feeling ever, dude. And I actually just saw him last month in Florida. Good friend of mine. But, you know, we kept touch ever since. Awesome. See, that's cool. We talk about that on this program all the time. One of the things we've loved about mixed martial arts as a whole, and this is going back the many, many years when we watched Pride, we're, we're UWFI guys, which we debated whether that's professional wrestling or mixed martial arts. Nobody knows is the mutual respect that a lot of fighters, not everybody, obviously, but a lot of people have with each other. It, and you mentioned it, it it takes a lot to get punched in the face. I, I mean, it's not something everyone wants to do. You got to have a screw loose to uh, to want to do it. You know? you're, oh, you're absolutely That's correct. Okay. It's therapy for a lot of, I know for me, man, it's mental and physical therapy, brother. I would, I don't know where I would be without sport. You know, I'd probably be 260, 270. I know that it's TKO Fitness now, TKO Boxing in Cherry Hill. I when it was first UFC gym, I went in there and nothing, nothing serious. I had no aspirations to do any type of professional fighting, but I knew it was good training, so I wanted to try it. And I think that lasted about two months, and I was like, I'll just go back to the running 
and lifting weights because, man, it does. It takes a special breed to do it. And it, it brought more respect for me to say, yeah. these guys are serious. Even if you're an amateur, it, it doesn't matter. Got to right. ask you, not, not anybody that you fought, but who is your favorite fighter of all time? Do you have one? A guy I look up to, you mean, as as far as in the in the UFC and stuff like that? Yeah, in general. If you said this is a guy that I that I I, I respect, this if I had to say he's my this person is my favorite fighter. Yeah, like I said, but I didn't get into the UFC until I actually started training. Even then, I still didn't know the names of the guys, but I was winning fights via knockout. But now, who I've truly looked up to and just kind of feel like I connected with because we're kind of in the same. Like my parents and him were kind of in the same area of the world, but not really. He's, um, Habib Nurmagomedov. I mean, how can you not love the guy? He's freaking 28 and 0. Um, he, he's a class act for the most part, other than the one time that he jumped over the cage. But he, he's just, uh, you, know, and, you know, his father just uh, just passed him. But uh, the guy's 28 and 0. It's very difficult to win all your fights. I mean, you because you could. it takes just one punch to go out. Like, like I said, I'm already four and two. I, I won three and then I lost. So it's like, it is not easy to be 28 and 0, brother. Yeah. And guys are always, you know, ragging on him about his, oh, his striking isn't crisp. Who gives a shit? Uh, his his uh, wrestling is good enough. His grappling is good enough to be 28 and 0. And nobody in the world can ever say that. And he's fought good people now. You can't say he hasn't fought anyone. Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I love this guy, and I, I appreciate the fact that he has, he's very into his faith and uh, you know stuff like that. He's very humble. I mean, he's a rare breed. I, you know, I'm worried he's going to retire soon. I, I'd like to see him do two more, go thirty and zero, and call it a day. But you know, what do I know? Yeah, that fight with him and Gaethje will be a great fight. It's, it's a great fight it. because it's a great fight because I'm worried about him because Gaethje, even though he has college wrestling, which is amazing. He never uses it. He likes to throw hands, but he uses the wrestling to keep it on the feet. So yeah. I feel like, remember that one fight Habib had with Ally Aquinta? He had a hard time taking him down, if you recall. Yep. It went five rounds. Yeah. So, and Gagey has that same level of wrestling or higher and can throw hands. So this is going to be a great fight, man. This is a great yeah. matchup, I think, for uh, Habib. I think Habib wins just because he always sticks to the same thing. And he does what he's been doing his whole life. You know, yeah. you can't keep you can't catch up to wrestling a bear at age five. I'm sorry, I didn't pick up yeah. MMA until I was 27. This fucker yeah. was wrestling bears when he was five. He's been wrestling ever since. And yeah, you, I, you can't one whole one training camp of two months is not going to prepare you for 20 years of wrestling. Yeah, I, I still I, question the wrestling of the bears. I, I, I uh, look, there's all different kinds of training methods. I, I, hey, whatever works works. Obviously, it works for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you have a favorite fight that you've watched, you know, whether on the regional scene or, you know, or on the UFC, Bellator, Strike Force back in the day? Was, was there a favorite fight of yours that you just love watching? You could watch it over and over if someone asked you? Yeah, well, honestly, live, one of the best fights I've seen was actually a freaking, I was front row. I had just won via knockout in February. Mm -hmm. A good friend of mine. His name is uh, his name is Dennis Mazukia. He's a fellow Albanian. He's four and one now. He um, dude. He went back and forth with a guy that had triple the amount of fights he did. They they fought you know for three rounds, just bloody matches, throwing hands. Of, you know, I was like, oh my god, somebody's freaking gonna get hurt here. They were both bloodied and battered. We took a picture together afterwards, and uh, we keep in touch. We talk on on the phone all the time. Super nice kid. 
Uh, it was Ring of Combat main event in February. That was okay. Uh, I, yeah, it was, it was like holy shit balls, you know, like these guys are going at it, you know. Well, I'm going to task this with my co-host here because he's the social media expert. We got to find this fight and we got to get it out there on our uh, Twitter and Instagram. At, yeah. At in the fight show, uh, I got to ask you a two-parter here. Uh, regional MMA is it? Bigger in the in the Midwest or the Northeast, and who's crazier fan base wise? I, I feel like maybe this is my me being partial, but I feel like Philadelphia, New York, New Jersey, we're all a little bit nuts, you know, and and, and probably yeah. a way. But uh, tell me, what do you what do you think there? And I, this isn't inspired. Tell you what, <laughs> I love fighting on the East Coast because that's where I'm from and that's where my people come. You know, like I was saying, Rick, Nick, family, all that. But it's pretty big here too, man. It's pretty big here too. It's it's big all over the country right now. I think I feel like it's big all over the world because you got LFA out here in the Midwest, and that's yeah. huge. Yeah. But it's not like where, because remember that that's in we're in Wisconsin. That's in a lot of times that's in Minnesota or so. It's hard to get like a. It's hard to have a respectful big promotion in your backyard. Where we have that in New Jersey, we're very lucky to have Ring of Combat. We have CFFC. Uh, you know, now Art of War coming up. You know, we got all that. Uh, and uh, so I would have to say I think it's bigger on the East Coast, man. But the – and they have great gyms on the East Coast. Thing about it, I remember when I was on the East Coast, I'd have to drive from one gym for wrestling, drive to one gym for striking, drive to one gym for, for jiu-jitsu. Where here I'm very blessed. I have everything in one room, you know. Yeah. So that's what I like about here. Um, With everything going on in the world today uh, – I saw Cage Fury Fighting Championships is actually announced they're going to be running shows in Philadelphia with no fans. I don't know if you can talk about it now, but how close are you to getting back in in the cage? I know you you you, you pop you put some stuff on social media teasing it. Is it going to be sooner rather than later? Good, great question. So I was supposed to be on it August 12th fighting undefeated Solomon Renfro, but he turned me down. Not to call him out or personal, but you asked the question. Uh, I accepted the fight. I spoke with, uh, you know, the uh, Arias, which is the matchmaker. And I also spoke with um, Hamper, which is Sucker Punch, um, a, a very big uh, manager. Um, I said, yeah, let's go. I was ready to bang, and he didn't want to do it. I mean, to his defense, he's 5-0. I guess he figures if he wins another one, a safe fight, an easier opponent maybe, then he can, you know, get on a contender series or get signed in the UFC. So, I mean, I, I'm kind of a, I'm, I'm kind of bummed out because I could have fought, but at the same time, uh, he respects me. That means, um, you know, I, I appreciate that, I guess. You know, so now I'm thinking maybe I'm hoping September for uh, Ring of Combat, as long as freaking New Jersey, you know, your damn governor opens up or does something. It's very difficult in New Jersey right now. We're going to have Bob Maloney, who you know very well, uh, from my my MMA news coming up in in the next week or so. And that's going to be part of the conversation with Bob. Is yeah. What is going to happen there with New Jersey? It seems like there's a few workarounds for some of these organizations to get things done. So I'm hoping that we get to see you fighting in New Jersey. It'll obviously have to be streaming because they won't allow people. But I'm definitely looking forward to that. Oh, yeah, I love Bob. He lives in Cherry Hill. He's good friends with my buddy, Ryan Kaffer, who, you know, um, uh, I went to school with, in high school with Ryan Kaffer, who's a big, he's awesome. Uh, you know, he has the TKO Fitness. He 
he's always uh, holding pads for like MMA champions. Like he's the man, man. But and he always he corners me when he can. I'm three and zero with the guy when he corners me. So you know, I love Ryan from Cherry Hill and Bob. Bob is awesome. He loves the fighters, man. He truly does. He and he loves the local regional fighters. You know what I mean? He respects them. He likes seeing them rise, and he's awesome. He's a full time. Uh, you know, he works in. A, he's a mailman. But uh, and then he also likes to do. Uh, he's very, very much involved in regional MMA. And we all love and respect Bob. What was um? Gee, I, I got off on a tangent there. What was your question? No, when you were coming back, that you, you answered it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. In the next, in the next, uh, hopefully, in the next well, eight to six, six eight weeks, we get Lenny back in the cage. Let's pray and hope for September 26th Ring of Combat with my buddy Frankie Perez and Lou Negley, man. They, they, they run a great show. Ring of Combat, by the way, is the longest-running regional MMA promotion, and also they've sent more guys to the UFC than anyone. Yeah. Um, I'm very lucky to be. I, I fought all six of my fights with them. Uh, they're very good to me, and um, yeah, so I'm hoping, man. You know, we could do fans, no fans, I don't give a shit. I even told him, it's like, look, you don't even got to pay me. Just maybe expenses would be nice. Just <laughs> let me fight, man. I got to build, you know, I want to build my record. Uh, let me do it. And I want to fight until I'm about 40. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I got a good eight years. I'm just the timeline I'm putting on myself. Who knows? Maybe more, maybe less, but that's what I want to do. That's awesome. Uh, you mentioned you want to fight till you're 40. What? is your thought process here moving forward? How many more fights do you think you need to win to get a, a shot at a Bellator, a UFC, uh, somewhere a little bit bigger, getting on TV type of deal? Has anyone told you? I, I mean, well, Duke, told Duke, my coach, Duke Rufus, he was actually, he was trying to get me on Bellator of the Chicago last year. Um, you know, fell through for one reason or another. And then Bellator this year, Chicago, and then COVID hit. So it was like, dang, nabbit, missed my opportunity. That's okay. Like I said, I'm four and two right now. If I can win my next three in a row, I can have a good chance at um, like contender series next summer or something. Why yeah. not? You know, and had I had I not lost twice to the same guy, I'd be six and zero right now, and I probably could have got on contender right now. But you know, it, it is what it is. I got to ask you, you your family is real big into the restaurant industry. Tell us, you have a bunch of places out in Wisconsin. We already established Cherry Hill. We're going to push that out there, people to go get their pizza at, at Plaza in Cherry Hill. Uh, what do you have going on out there in, in Wisconsin? No, uh, me, I have – my sister has a business out here. She, I, I personally don't have a, a restaurant right now, and uh, but I do have a lot of uh, Albanian friends because that own restaurants in Wisconsin that sponsor me and support me. And they're awesome, dude. Like, I literally met the guy at a bar in Milwaukee. Uh, you know, I thought he was Greek, and now we, you know, he was. Um, <laughs> he, yeah, and then he sees my ears. He's like, "Are you an MMA fighter?" And I'm like, "Oh God, here we go." I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "You look like you might be Albanian. You're not Albanian, are you?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm Albanian. Why are you Greek? You got a problem?" I was joking with him. He's like, <laughs> and then he hugs and kisses me. He's like, "No, I'm Albanian. Oh my God, I'm gonna sponsor you." I'm like, He's such a nice guy. His name is Harry. I love the guy. Uh, is that Prohibition Bistro? Yes, you got it. Yeah, it's dude, you're like the only awesome place in like for as far as authentic dining, and they're great, man. Him it, and his brother, they the own guy, like three restaurants. Yeah, is he the one that got this pizza? Went this Roman pizza? Yes, certificate. Yes, I he thought, is. 
Lenny's posting, everyone else is excited about his, his stuff on MMA. He's posting pictures of pizza. I'm like, wow, what is this thing? This is a Roman pizza. What is, yeah, it's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. My dad had that pizza shop here. He was doing good, uh, but he ended up, you know, he, had the, he left and he had to close it down. And I certainly don't have time to, to run that and be a fighter. I could, you know, I could own a pizza shop again when I'm 40, but uh, I, you know, I can't fight at the top level when you're 50. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm going to do everything I can with this now. And I'm, I'm young. As far as fighting, I'm young, meaning I haven't been taking a, you know, damage to my head ever since I was 18. I just started MMA when I was 27, 28 out of the blue, which is, you know, kind of unheard of, but I've been doing great. So I have a, a fresh body as, as far as that, you know, now I just got to maintain, you know, uh, eat well and love pizza. Uh, Makes sense. Not easy. Not easy. No, yeah. definitely, definitely not easy. Uh, we appreciate you joining us. Let it, where are where are you on the world of social media? Where can people follow you? Uh, get get on board with Lenny the MMA Gorilla and follow your career. Appreciate it, guys, and thank you guys very much. And this was uh, you know pretty nostalgic considering we, you're my football coach. It's Lenny the Gorilla, all one word: L E N N Y the Gorilla, just spelled regular on Instagram, and then um, Lenny Rafati, you know R U F A T I on on Facebook. So th those are my two main things. I'm not too big. I have a Twitter. I'm not too big on Twitter, but like I said, Instagram and Facebook is my jam. Beautiful. You can follow us on in the fight show. We're going to tweet out. We're going to Instagram out Lenny's stuff. Make sure you follow him and we appreciate you coming on the show and we're going to be rooting for you. You're, you're, you're going to be one of our guys. We're going to be following you. And I can guarantee you next time you have a fight, when you say, Hey, who's looking to put some, something on the back of a shirt. You can hit us up. God bless you, brother. That means a lot, man, especially coming from my old uh, high school coach. And, uh, thank you, man. Thank, thank you so much, fight, Lonnie. Way. Coach Skirbo came to a fight. It was the first fight I lost. I was like, dang it. I was 6-0. He comes to the seventh one. He's like, oh, man, I'm sorry. I'm the bad luck. I'm like, you're not the bad luck. Tell us, tell you you, you got to tell him he can't show up again. And when you <laughs> – it, it's already been established. When once people are allowed back in the stands in New Jersey where you're fighting, my wife is like, we're going – yeah. I said, you're, you're goddamn right we are. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate Lenny, it. we appreciate the time, and we will catch you down the road. Nice Thanks, Lenny. You, nice Thank meeting you, you too, Lenny. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. I told you off the air that Lenny was going to be a great conversation, and Lenny proved to be a great conversation. Uh, not wishing him nothing but the best in the in his future in the world of of mixed martial arts. Yeah, you know that that was a lot of fun, and honestly, you know, I, I think I might have to adjust my top five favorite fighters. I think Lenny might might just make it out. I mean, he's uh, that that was fun. He he is a character. Uh, you know, you could tell you there's that intensity of a fighter. Like when I was talking, I'm like, yeah, that's a fighter. But there's also that soft side and respectful side which is really awesome. You see with a lot of MMA fighters. He's definitely a character, and I that bodes well for him. We've discussed it at length on this here program that one of the things that can make you a mega star in the yeah. world of sport is, especially mixed martial arts, is not just your fighting skills, but also developing a character. I, I don't want to say it's that pro wrestling background, but you have to have a little bit of that. All the guys that that are big dollar guys, the Connors, those guys, they, they all have that little bit of, of juice. And he certainly has that. 
Yeah, he definitely has that natural charisma. I thought for a minute we were actually going to get our first ever call out on the show when he was talking about the guy who was ducking him. It got pretty pretty close there, and I, I was getting excited. Uh, and I, I, it was kind of a call out, but yeah, we'll, we'll let that be. We'll let that be whatever it is. And <laughs> and hey, if it goes in that direction, we would be glad to 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 host a uh, a verbal sparring session uh, with fighters. Absolutely, yeah. I kind of, it was funny for a brief moment when Lenny was getting into it. Remember that movie, The Warriors? Yeah, yeah. I kind of felt like one of the one of the smaller guys in the back who doesn't do the fighting, but still kind of part of the group. Like Lenny would obviously be in the front, which oh, would yeah. be the smartest move. But I, I, got, I was getting into it. I was like, "Wow, he's about to call someone out on the show." Yeah, no, it's going to be fun. I can't wait to see him fight again. And uh, we we're going to support Lenny as much as we can with this here program, obviously. And it it was fun. That was a fun interview. Um, yeah. A little bit about what we have coming up. You heard us re reference it in the interview. Uh, my MMA news is Bob Maloney will be joining us. We are going to really further discuss kind of what's going on in the world of MMA, specifically on the East Coast now, to figure out when, where play people can fight. It, it's very much a, a cloudy picture. Uh, we are going to have our Hulkamania show coming up in August we will announce our full August schedule here in the next few days. Follow us everywhere on social media at In The Fight Show. We will be retweeting and re-Instagramming, I guess it's called. I don't know. You're the Instagram guy. Uh, Lenny's stuff so that you can follow him. Look for the link in the show notes to our YouTube page where we're going to start putting more and more stuff up. It's going to be fun there. Look for this program anywhere you find podcasts. In the fight, just put that in there. We are the one that is a sports logo. There is an in the fight from many, many years ago that has to do with World War II, which I think is a very good podcast. But <laughs> that's just because I go down these rabbit holes. And, <laughs> and Podomatic, uh, in the fight show, Podomatic.com. Now take you everywhere you need to go. Uh, until next time, we will see you down the road. Stay safe.